Okay, now we have come to one very fascinating point as well. It's the time for the CEO for the AI movement. Uh, so we're going to introduce it to, to, to the program and its participants and see how they are becoming role models and change makers for the AI. And who better to present this than the founder of Mitleve herself, Sophia Appelgren, and Claire Carlson, head of DNI strategy and research. Welcome. All right. Wow. Whoa. What a morning. <laughs> this has been amazing. Um, all right. So we've heard quite a lot about how it's really important to push DNI from being a corporate social responsibility or HR agenda question up to the executive management level group. Um, and that's exactly why we launched this program in 2001. And the aim of the program is that 100% of CEOs and owners hold themselves um, accountable for increasing inclusion in the labor market. And that together through common commitments and goals that they inspire more people to do more. And by inviting six to eight CEOs uh, yearly to work on a common commitment, we set off with the first group 2021. Uh, you met them all at last year's symposium, and we are here now today to hear about the results. So we would love to welcome uh, the group who represents the whole group today, uh, Jan Bansson, CEO for Deloitte Sweden. Welcome. We have uh, Panilla Bunde, CEO for HSP, represented by Laurence Howard, HR manager. Welcome. We have Robert Dackerskog, CEO for Duny Group. Welcome on stage. We have Simone Margulies, CEO for Hemshop and Tempo. Warm welcome. And we have Thomas Ekman, CEO for Dustin Group, represented by Martin Lindekrantz online, we hope, Head of Sustainability and HR. Are you with us? Hello. Hey. <laughs> Great to hear you. Yay. Yay, there you are. We see him there Great. and he sees us here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are. Let's start off with the joint commitments that you signed under for. Uh, you have them here. It was a six joint action program, and it was very bold, very ambitious, and we're so curious now to hear about this even more. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's start off with the first. Have, uh, to, that was about having a diverse and inclusion strategy in place to, uh, uh, during this year. Uh, can you raise a hand who has this in place? Uh, you do. Check. <laughs> Check on that one. And Simona, let's hear some insights. How has it been to, to do this work? And yeah, <coughs> we started off by uh, gathering our top 32 management team in May this year, or last year. Uh, to discuss and uh, align behind our purpose and also uh, the goals, uh, but also discussing the thresholds. Uh, what are the uh, what are the difficulties? Uh, and then actually we took like a break in our <laughs> in our strategy work, and instead we started to to act, to do different things, and to get learnings. So we. We, for instance, we started uh, by looking over our recruitment processes and to see why why are we recruiting outside our uh, recruitment process. Uh, we are also started to measure uh, diversity and inclusion. 
Uh, we'll also look over our succession process because we think that is important to, to get to grow the leaders from below. Uh, we also started a collaboration with Mångfaldsbyrån where we now have eight uh, employees in our stores that is uh, newcomers to Sweden. Mm. Uh, we also now just started a collaboration uh, with uh, with uh, in Mörby where we have uh, one employee, uh, a workplace mm. practice mm. with the person who is deaf. Mm. Uh, and so on. Uh, and now, actually, this year we will collect learnings and try to, to gather it to a, to a strategy aligned with our uh, ordinary strategy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Super. And really good that you're aligning it into the actual regular business strategy as well. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, let's go on to the next point, which has to do with measuring diversity and inclusion. And this has been highly discussed over the, the past year or two, uh, both because it's critical to follow the results, but also it's quite tricky um, if we're honest with ourselves as well. Let's go over to you, Martin, um, and um, over at the Dustin Group and hear how you've been going on for, uh, for measuring diversity and inclusion this year. Yeah. and. Uh we were already measuring, uh, actually, and we had done a job, uh, I would say, clarifying the DNI KPIs and targets. And uh, what we had uh, been working on was to incorporate these in our, um, in our business reviews, uh, trying to tie them to financial KPIs. That's not easy, uh, but we, we have been doing that. So what we've been focusing on the last year has been to expand the areas. Um, uh, we were focusing a lot on gender balance before and also on international background. Uh, we added age uh, as a KPI and as a target. We said at least 10% of our workforce we should have in each age bracket of 10 years. And then what I think is maybe the most important addition that we made was that we added inclusion uh, as a KPI and as a target. So we started to, uh, to measure inclusion. Uh, and. Uh, I, I would say we set quite, an, quite a bold target to be the most inclusive employer in our industry. Uh, and, um, and also with the ambition to establish some sort of a market practice for how to measure inclusion. So we started uh, to, um, uh, to um, ask, our, ask our colleagues um, around inclusion in two dimensions, both a sense of belonging and uniqueness. And then we, we created an index. And we did that in April the first time last year. And so now it's time for the, the second round. So it'll be really interesting to see how we've developed uh, over the last year. Yeah. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. And that's something also that you're benchmarking against the rest of the Axel Johnson group as well, who have a similar survey out. So yeah, really we interesting. Have, yeah. yeah, we have really good help from each other there. Yeah. 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 So we have a third action point about inclusive recruitment processes. And uh, yeah, an area with operational process that actually can have a huge impact on the development of diversity and inclusion in many ways. So Laurence, could you share a little bit how it's been for Panilla and the HSB? Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> we work with the inclusive recruitment through three angles, actually. Uh, the first one is uh, through structure. Uh, we, the recruitment system that we use, you can uh, un make uh, all the personal data anonymized and you can blur out pictures and all that. And you can add on uh, experience and personality tests to get the, the most qualified uh, uh, candidates to look at first to avoid the, the, um, the, biases mm. that we all got. 
And um, secondly, uh, we looked at attraction, mm -hmm. how to make uh, the ads, the uh, advertising ads, more gender neutral and uh, um, that we minimize requirements that um, mostly uh, connected to being Swedish. Mm. And the, the most important part, the third one, is knowledge and understanding. And we discussed how important it is to uh, work with uh, diversity and inclusion. We had some programs as well, and we're going to do some more this year. Mm. Really good. And there, um, that's very much in line as well with some of the recent research we've been doing together with Laurence, who actually was on stage earlier. Um, and, uh, and one of the key points there of moving the mindset into an inclusive mindset and not just including diverse talent, but hiring diverse talent. So um, let's have a look at point four then, um, which has to do with inclusive leadership. And we know that the inclusive behaviors of leaders really impacts the inclusive experience of employees. And Robert, at Dooney, you've taken a, a pretty firm stance on this. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you've been working with it? Yep, I can do that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, we, we started to actually set up uh, a diversity inclusion board in, in Dooney. We call it Dooney Inclusion Board. Great name. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and uh, I think this board, uh, of course, looked at all uh, a better way to structure how we work with the whole DNI question, in a way, and uh, across all these questions. But one part, of course, is is uh, training and, and how to get it out and so on. And I think for us, we call it leadership program, and then focusing on DNI, and it should be part of the normal day in a way, and part of the leadership program. And leadership is really important here. The word leadership. Mm. So that's the key in in all the trainings we do. And we have an aim now, we have set it up, and starting now, to, so the aim is to have 50% of all leaders in this program for 23 and 100% and 24. So that's uh, that's what we're doing now. Uh, so I think that's, um, it's, it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I have to say this, doing inclusion board, that's a tip maybe. I think we, we got people who signed up for the board mm. from all different countries, different parts of the organization. And I think it's back to what's been discussed. It has to come from the individual as well. That's mm. really important, and not from me. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really important bottom up and top down, of course. Someone has to stand there, of course, and point there a little bit and walk the talk. But it has to come from the individual. I think mm. that's key, mm -hmm. because then you get attraction in the organization. Yeah, mm. yeah. very much so. Yeah. Is there anybody else who would like to add anything with regards to the inclusive leadership as well? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Okay, good. Yeah, let's okay. move on to the next point. So many have been very curious about this job program uh, in, in uh, yeah, introduced job program for foreign-born individuals and how's that been? and. Why has that been important for you, Jan? And uh, what, what is results do you see that? Did you find any new talents and competences? Yeah, so first, uh, thank you to you, Sophia, and Mitt Lee for actually arranging and uh, forming the CO network and the program. We have learned so much from that and really sort of evolved our thinking about diversity and inclusion. So really big thank you for that. Uh, when it comes to uh, recruiting and an internship program, we. Um, we formed an internship program, and I, I would say it was primarily because we have in our purpose to make an impact uh, that matters for society, 
and we wanted to be part of the solution of the integration issues that we have in, in Sweden. Uh, and uh, actually being a mentor myself, uh, meeting a lot of uh, the mentees that were really qualified, they had good experience, but they didn't even get to an interview. We felt that we should do something, and the internship program was, was uh, sort of part of that solution. Uh, so we worked together with Midliv. Uh, we had, uh, I think, uh, 200 that applied for these uh, positions. Uh, in the end, we took on uh, four uh, interns. Uh, it has worked out really well. Uh, and uh, we believe that uh, as a big company, that is something that we all actually could do to help mm. uh, in the integration issue. So that's, that's sort of the background. Then I would say that uh, having done this, we, I mean, we continuously learn a lot mm. from this. Uh, and here we have learned to recruit from a talent pool that we'd probably not have focused on before. Okay. So there is, um, there is a lot of positive uh, things around this. Yeah. Have there been any challenges as you see it? I, I would say that we haven't uh, had uh, any challenges uh, with interns. Uh, and uh, of, of course there has been in certain parts of our business a little push uh, to actually open up for having interns. Mm. Uh, I mean, to, to always take on people that you maybe don't need. Yeah. Uh, people need to have some kind that uh, s supervise them and, and manage them and so on. Uh, but in general, I think that has worked uh, very well and, and people have been very open to doing that. Mm. Yeah. And it means so much as well. We've spoken with uh, both the applicants, so the, the 200 that applied and the um, candidates that got the positions. And all of them have really felt seen through the process. And, um, and those of them that are in uh, Deloitte now are um, yeah, really appreciative for it. So. All right, let's, uh, let's move to the final point on, on the program plan, which was inspiring uh, more CEOs to do more. And we know that we've got C more CEOs in the room. We know that we've got CEOs connecting in and listening as well. Let's go around the group and hear a little bit. What have you been doing and what tips would you, would you give to, to the CEOs who are maybe at the beginning of their journey or wanting to kind of like take the next step in the journey? Simone, would you like to start? Uh, yeah, I oh, take a mic. <laughs> yeah, I can start because actually this is the point that I haven't done so much in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I try to inspire to, to uh, colleagues to go this program, uh, but actually I focused on the five uh, other uh, points. Actually, mm -hmm. you're inspiring people being here yeah. today. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think one thing that I, I talk a lot about is the mentorship. I think I've been a mentor now a um, um, few times, and it's fantastic. I still have contact and still continuing, actually, with, with uh, the persons. And uh, that is one thing I talk a lot about with other people. Uh, so I think the connection to do the CEO program and being a mentor is fantastic. That have given me a lot. Mm. So that's, that's a good tip. Yep. Yeah. yeah, great. Um, HSB is a federation, so we've got quite a few CEOs in Horsbeer. Mm. And um, a few weeks ago, we had a, a great uh, bigger uh, conference in two days. And the first day, we had uh, diversity inclusion on the theme. Mm. So we had four different speakers. Uh, per Beck was one of them, and uh, a few others, and they got gave their different kind of view of the, the problem, which were really, really uh, making a big difference for all the CEOs. So there was a great discussion afterwards. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, at Deloitte, we're good at solving problems. And uh, <laughs> I think this is a big problem. And we, we really want to be part of the solution here. And I must say that in every meeting that I go, I more or less talk about this. Mm. When I meet politicians, when I meet CEOs uh, and other, I think it's such an important topic that we need to sort of move forward in Sweden. Mm. Yeah, great. And over to you, Martin. Um, yeah, I would like to say, Thomas, he takes this task uh, really seriously. I mean, he's he's busy. He's in podcasts, in networks. He gives presentations. So I'm not too sad, actually, that he had to prioritize something else today because this this gives me a chance also to, <laughs> to be really funny. Um, but I would say, I mean, he's a really pragmatic person. Okay. His response would probably be, you know, we are beyond the point where we discuss the business case or the value of this. Uh, it's easy. Just make room for it. You won't regret it. Regret it. So I think that's what he would say. Brilliant. Thanks. Um, and uh, I think there's many of us then who are wondering a really pressing question. What results are we seeing from the work that you've been doing so far? You've given us some insight, but you know, can you give us some really you know, concrete results of what's happened during, during the last 12 months? Yes, for us, uh, of course, the results is uh, the, the uh, employees that we have uh, in our co collaborations, but also the measurements is really a good way for us to see the, uh, how to measure the goals. Mm -hmm. uh, and we just got the first starting point. There we can, we're moving from there. Uh, and the biggest result for us is actually to create the energy in our management team and also the store managers, uh, because this is not, uh, we heard before, this is, uh, one thing that is put on top of, of our mm. normally agendas mm. uh, that are already full, mm. uh, which means it, cr it, it requires a, a lot of energy and engagement. And, and actually, Lotta, who is the HR director at, at Hampshire and Tempo, she's doing a great job here, and also together with the store managers. And our next step is actually to, to engage also our um, franchise uh, owners, mm. uh, which is, they are CEOs, but in, an, in another way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can come to Yeah, you. I think, yeah, I mean, it's great we have started measuring uh, and those kind of things. We get it into the recruitment, and I think it's not an easy thing, but I think what I'm most proud of is that we actually got it into the normal discussions. Mm -hmm. It's part of the meetings, it's part of the discussions, everything we do, I think. We have a long way to go, but we're really getting there. I think that has been a really good progress in the past um, year here and two years, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we all start from different levels, and uh, we'll we're doing progress every day. And the the issue is on on is a topic that we talk a lot about every day. Not every day, but uh, in in we do have uh, done the measurements and we discussed this. We know that we can do it better the next time, and uh, so we've learned a lot. And it's really an issue that we talk a lot about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Much more than the last year. I know. The year before Penila was here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would say that we are on a learning journey. I think sometimes it's, it's more about actually doing the right thing and being able, then being able to measure it. And I, and I think that, I mean, we, we measure inclusion. We see very good results. But I think yeah, at least we are humble. We, we believe we have so much more to do anyway, even if we have very good results from that perspective. So it's, it's really about doing the right things uh, then that will have a positive impact on many, in many dimensions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And Martin? 
Um, yeah, I would say maybe the most obvious one is that the the attention to the topic it sparks engagement very clearly. So people come forward and they want to contribute. And I have a very concrete example of a grassroots initiative that was directly connected to the inclusive employee uh, employeeship training that mm -hmm. you gave, uh, Claire, mm -hmm. uh, to our employees. And uh, we had a group of people that um, that came together as a result of that, and they started a, a power power group of inclusion, uh, representing different underrepresented groups. And uh, we really tried to empower them to take concrete action. Yeah. 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 Which is great to also then include more voices within the organization, of course, um, and get in those perspectives. What would you, if, we've, if we're going to wrap up, what would you say would be your next steps? You know, we're, we're here on stage, we're delivering and, and saying, what have we done this year? But the journey doesn't finish here. So, so, so what's the next key step, would you say? Jan, I'll send that one to you. Yeah, I think. Uh I said my recommendation last year to the CEO, that was to actually do this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think sometimes these topics, they become too uh, complicated. But I think sort of the actions we had last year and proposed and that we have done this year, I think well, every company can do that. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, it, it sort of is continued to move and develop these areas that we have started to work. Maybe not start 10 new initiatives, but really sort of focus on these mm -hmm. Uh, six uh, and continue doing that well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Mm -hmm. Robert, would you like? Yeah, a little bit the same. I think now it's time to yeah take the next step in what we actually said here and and start <laughs> delivering on that. So yeah. I think yeah, focus, focus. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh. Thank you, and Simone. Yes. yes. <laughs> Since we took the other way around, instead of doing the strategy, mm. we started doing things. So yeah. our next step is to wrap up and see what initiatives are to scale up. Uh, where would we have to do more and where are we to scale down? Yeah. Mm, thank you. And actually do the strategy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds amazing. It does. What role models? A warm applaud. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, oh,